Welcome to the Unblocking Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It is meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of rambling wrecks. Welcome back to episode number 29 of Unblocking Crypto. Another quick update for what's happened in the week here lately. We'll start on some blockchain updates. We talked last week about Akala and its hack of its stablecoin. The community at Akala recently voted on burning almost $3 billion of the AUSD, which is very interesting that it did that. We'll see how that turns out. Akala, I think, was still struggling to meet its egg to the US dollar. In other news, Cardano's been in the news a lot, but it seems to be the media not being a fan of Cardano. So they've talked about the Vassal testnet and how it's failed, which the testnets fail all the time. So it's still intriguing that it seems like there is a media hate for Cardano when in reality, they're still getting some of the most traction out of everybody out there. So be careful what you listen to in the media. It doesn't always mean that it's true. Do your own research as always in this industry. Third thing, one of the interesting opinions that I saw, we've always talked about Bitcoin being used as an a hedge against inflation. One of the CEO from Skybridge, Anthony Scaramucci, I'm probably mispronouncing that. He was also Trump's shortest hire at like 10 days for chief communication to the White House. He came out and pretty much said that it, once Bitcoin has more than a billion addresses, active addresses, then it, it would act as a hedge against inflation. So it kind of actually made me wonder where do things stand? So right now there are a billion, over a billion addresses, but only about 40 million of those have actual balance. So we are still very early on from my perspective in the Bitcoin adoption. If you look a little bit more into that, I was kind of intrigued on how many addresses are actually out there for Bitcoin. And this may get a little geeky, but the total number of possible addresses is two to the 160th, which is a huge number. The only way to even think about that is to try to picture it a little bit differently. So if you took every grain of sand on every beach on earth, that would be two to the 63rd, which is kind of crazy. So now if you took each one of those grains of sand and made them their own individual earth with 7.4 billion people on each one of those, that's how many different addresses there are out there. So if you divided the total number of addresses divided by the people out there, you would have almost three and a half billion addresses per person to be used. So just kind of staggering to think about the total number of addresses and why it could be a little difficult to hack the Bitcoin system. All right, moving on macro crypto space there's a lot of interesting things going on one of which if you paid attention to some of the fortune 500 releases lately they've been spending a lot of money on crypto companies google has been leading the charge they've spent almost a billion and a half dollars in the last 12 months on crypto companies the next what one two three four five seven guys is kind of interesting they include blackrock morgan stanley samsung goldman sachs BNY Mellon, PayPal, and Microsoft. So if you can combine all eight of those companies, there's been almost $8 billion spent on crypto companies by those Fortune 500 companies. So there is a lot of institutional investment going on. 
maybe not so much directly into the tokens, but into the infrastructure of what's happening for sure. And in relation to that, if you start talking about regulation, I know that's something that most people hate to think about, but it definitely needs to happen in one form or another. There's a lot of interesting news happening on a global scale. So the US Fed has actually come out and opened the door for crypto banks to enter the traditional financial system that banks are in today. So that's very interesting news. There's still not a lot of details on it, but for a crypto bank to have the same ability as a traditional bank with the Fed is exciting. Europe has also had some interesting news. One of the, the largest banks out there, the digital banks out there, Revolt, they're valued at about $33 billion. They have just been approved to offer crypto services to customers in Europe. So they can now handle about 17 million people across 27 countries. The only caveat to that is the EU at the same time is trying to pass a law that limits or caps the amount of crypto that a company can hold on their books. So I think their limit is about 1% based on the risk, which is kind of crazy that that's even being considered, but hey, it's government. Um, if you look at Canada, Canada's had some interesting news as well. The citizens of Ontario have had two exchanges come out and limit their citizens to a $30,000 per year cap on buying crypto. That includes Bitcoin, Ethereum, any, any altcoin. So it is not a national thing that Canada is doing, it's just in Ontario. And it doesn't mean that you can't use multiple exchanges. So um, for most people, if they wanted to go over 30K, they could just go to a different exchange and do that. So it's more of just an inconvenience than anything else. But it is kind of funny that they're trying to cap that. And last but not least, South Korea, always in the news from a technology perspective, they have seven traditional South Korean firms that have released their plans to launch their own crypto exchange services. So it's exciting that we're seeing such a big interest from a lot of different firms within South Korea to do this. There's still not a lot of detail to that, but it just goes to show that there is a lot more happening in this space, even while the prices of a lot of these tokens are nowhere where anybody wants them to be. So thanks for joining this week. We'll talk again next week, and we will focus on some NFTs again next week. Have a great day. Thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us. If you're interested in learning more about crypto, please join our private Facebook group, Unblocking Crypto. It's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more. Hope to interact with you there.